Hello folks. We are back for day 75 of the Streams of Eden Read the Bible in a Year podcast. Today we are starting with Numbers 24 and we're going to go through chapter 25 verse 18. Um, and that will actually be all of chapters 24 and 25. So we will finish those two chapters today in Numbers. So we will get started here. Since Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go to seek omens as on previous occasions, but turned toward the wilderness. When Balaam looked up and saw Israel encamped tribe by tribe, the Spirit of God came upon him, and he proclaimed this poem. The oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eyes are opened, the oracle of the one who hears the sayings of God, who sees a vision from the Almighty, who falls into a trance with his eyes uncovered. How beautiful are your tents, Jacob, your dwellings, Israel. They stretch out like river valleys, like gardens beside a stream, like aloes the Lord has planted, like cedars beside the water. Water will flow from his buckets, and his seed will be abundant water. His king will be greater than Agag, and his ki kingdom will be exalted. God brought him out of Egypt. He is like the horns of a wild ox for them. He will feed on the enemy nations and gnaw their bones. He will strike them with his arrows. He crouches. He lies down like a lion or a lioness. Who dares to rouse him? Those who bless you will be blessed, and those who curse you will be cursed. Then Balak became furious with Balaam, struck his hands together, and said to him, I summoned you to put a curse on my enemies, but instead you have blessed them these three times. Now go to your home. I said I would reward you richly, but look, the Lord has denied you a reward. Balaam answered Balak, didn't I previously tell the messengers you sent me, if Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go against the Lord's command to do anything good or bad of my own will. I will say what the Lord says. Now I am going back to my people, but first let me warn you what these people will do to your people in the future. Balaam's fourth oracle. He then proclaimed his poem. The oracle, Balaam, the oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eyes are opened, the oracle of the one who hears the sayings of God and has knowledge from the Most High, who sees a vision from the Almighty, who falls into a trance with his eyes uncovered. I see him, but now I perceive him, but not near. A star will come from Jacob, and a scepter will arise from Israel. And he will smash the forehead of Moab and strike down all the Shithites. Edom will become a possession. Seir will become a possession of its enemies. But Israel will be triumphant. One who comes from Jacob will rule. He will destroy the city's survivors. Then Balaam saw Amalek and <laughs> proclaimed his poem. Amalek was the first among the nations, but his future is destruction. Next, he saw the Kenites and proclaimed this poem. Your dwelling place is enduring. Your nest is set in the cliffs. Cain will be destroyed and Asher, will take, and Asher takes you captive. Once more, he proclaimed his poem. Ah, you can live. Who can live when God does this? Ships will come from the coast of Kittim. 
They will carry out raids against Asher and Eber, but they too will come to destruction. Balaam then arose and went back to his homeland, and Balak also went his way. Chapter 25 While Israel was staying in the Acacia Grove, the people began to prostitute themselves with the women of Moab. The women invited them to the sacrifices for their gods, and the people ate and bowed and worshipped to their gods. So Israel aligned itself with Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against Israel. The Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of the people and execute them in broad daylight before the Lord, so that his burning anger may turn away from Israel. So Moses told Israel's judges, Kill each of the men who aligned themselves with Baal of Peor. An Israelite man came bringing a Midianite woman to his relatives in the sight of Moses and the whole Israelite community while they were weeping at the entrance of the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, sorry, Phinehas, son of Eliezer, son of Aaron, took the priest, took, hold on, let me just start over. There was a whole lot of names in that sentence and it got me all confused. So, let's try this. We're on verse 7. When Phineas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, saw this, he got up from the assembly and took a spear in his hand, followed the Israelite man to the tent, and drove it through both the Israelite man and the woman, through her belly. Then the plague on the Israelites was stopped, but those who died in the plague numbered 24,000. The Lord spoke to Moses, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, has turned back my wrath from the Israelites because he was zealous among them with my zeal so that I did not destroy the Israelites in my zeal. Therefore, declare, I grant him my covenant of peace. It will be a covenant of perpetual priesthood for him and his future descendants because he was zealous for his God and made atonement for the Israelites. The name of the slain Israelite man who was struck dead with the Midianite woman was Zimri, son of Salu, the, the leader of a Simeonite family. The name of the slain Midianite woman was Cosby, the daughter of Zur, a tribal head of a family in Midian. The Lord told Moses, Attack the Midianites, strike them dead. For they attacked you with treachery, and they used against you impure in the pure incident. They did the same in the case involving their sister Cosby, daughter of the Midianite leader who was killed that day. The plague came at Peor. All right, that finishes chapter 25, and we will move on to Luke. And this will be Luke chapter 2. Verses 1 through 35. The birth of Jesus. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole empire should be registered. This first registration took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house in the family line of David, 
to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged, engaged to him and pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him tightly in cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flocks. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today, in the city of David, a Savior was born to you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to people he favors. When the angels had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. After seeing them, they reported the message they were told about the child, to, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary was treasuring up all these things in her heart and meditating on them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. When the eight days were completed for his... Got to get the page turned. When the eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived. And when the days of their purification, according to the law of Moses, were finished, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male will be dedicated to the Lord and to offer sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle, turtle doves or two young pigeons. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to Israel's consolation, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he saw the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, he entered the temple. When the parents brought in the child to perform for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him up in his arms, praised God, and said, Now, Master, you can dismiss your servant in peace as you promised, for my eyes have seen your salvation. You have prepared it in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory to your people, Israel. His father and his mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, told his mother Mary, Indeed, this child is destined to cause the fall and the rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed. And a sword will pierce your own soul, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now we will move on to Psalm 59, and we are going to read the entire chapter of this psalm. Rescue me from my enemies, my God, protect me from those who rise up against me. 
Rescue me from those who practice sin and save me from men of bloodshed. Because look, Lord, they have set an ambush for me. Powerful men attack me, but not because of any sin or rebellion of mine, for no fault of mine. They run and take up a position. Awake to help me. Take notice. Lord, God of armies, you are the God of Israel. Rise up to punish all the nations. Do not show favor to any wicked traitors. They return at evening, snarling like dogs and prowling around the city. Look, they spew from their mouths sharp words from their lips. For who, they say, will hear. But you laugh at them, Lord. You ridicule all the nations. I will keep watch for you, my strength, because God is my stronghold. My faithful God will come and meet me. God will let me look down on my adversaries. Do not kill them, otherwise my people will forget. By your power make them homeless wanderers and bring them down. Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouths and the words of their lips, let them be caught in their pride. They utter curses and lies. Consume them in rage. Consume them until they are gone. Then people will know throughout the earth that God rules over Jacob. And they return at evening, snarling like dogs and prowling around this city. They scavenge for food. They growl if they are not satisfied. But I will sing of your strength and will joyfully proclaim your faithful love in the morning. For you have been a stronghold for me, a refuge in my day of trouble. To you, my strength, I sing praises, because God is my stronghold, my faithful God. Now we'll move to Proverb, Proverbs 11, and we'll read verse 14. Without guidance, a people will fall, but with many counselors, there is, a, there is deliverance. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will be back with day number 76 tomorrow. Have a good one.